found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a hump day edition of Tidbits, a Wednesday. This is the fourth day of January. Matthew, good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. And here we are at the halfway point of the first week back in 2023. Seems like it's already been two weeks. <laughs> we are in January. It's like you never left, right? Yeah, it's, it, it's like you never had it, you, you never had any yeah, time off. It doesn't feel like it. It really doesn't. But we'll uh, trudge through until, um, well, it looks like probably Memorial Day for me. Hmm. It'll be at the tail end of May. <laughs> Maybe grab a day off there and then uh, back at them. <laughs> Nobody hit the uh, Mega Millions. No kidding. No, no kidding. Wow. So the uh, jackpot last night was $785 million. That made it the fourth largest in Mega Millions history, the sixth largest in the U.S. ever. If a ticket matched all six numbers drawn last night, that uh, jackpot cash option would have been 403.8 mil. Here are those winning numbers, and again, they seem like anybody on earth would have them, okay? <laughs> I just don't know how it doesn't work out, but it right. didn't. 25, 29, 33, 41, 44, and a gold mega ball of 18. Now, do you have to pick a colored ball, mega ball? Do you? I think it's just the mega. No, it just comes just, out that way. I think so. Yeah. Doesn't matter the color. So now Friday's jackpot. Yeah. Is nine hundred forty million dollars. That's just unreal. It's that's so much money. Where do you project the winning ticket will be sold? <sighs> California always seems to have a lot of luck. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Maybe somewhere out east. My my gut when you said that was yeah. California, and then I thought, eh, how about Arizona? Okay. I think it'll be in Indiana right here. Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I have still yet to buy one. Well, so you got to play it. So I don't even know how it works. They, uh, yeah, as you made mention, over $900 million now for Friday. Yep. So grab your ticket if you feel lucky. It's been building for 20 drawings. Okay, so I just, again, you look at those numbers, they look logical. Every time I ever get a, I think, boy, these look good. And then it's like you don't have anything. Don't even have one number. It's just, <laughs> and to think that all the millions of people playing yeah. are not hitting this. Yeah. What, they, what is it, like 302, one and 302 million, your odds? Uh, yeah, something like that pretty astronomical that's for sure it just seems uh, unreal well if you uh, weren't around during the uh, nasa missions of apollo hmm. walter cunningham walter was uh, a member of the nasa apollo program okay he uh, is the last surviving astronaut from the first successful crewed space mission in NASA's program. Died uh, Tuesday in Houston. He was 90. Oh, wow. He was one of three astronauts aboard the 1968 Apollo 7. 
See, all these Apollo missions were just gradually leading up to. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, number seven, was an 11-day space flight that beamed live television broadcasts as they orbited Earth, which, of course, paved the way for the moon landing less than a year later. Less than a year later. Okay. Okay. Oh, we were so so ahead of our times in 68, 69. <laughs> you don't buy it. No. You don't buy it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, why'd nobody else try it? Why'd nobody else ever get there? Why aren't you getting there now? You know, I just. Uh, I don't know. You know, look look what we went through just with the shuttles and the incidents aboard the shuttle spacecrafts. Right. And they were nowhere near doing the things these guys were doing. Okay? It's just, just unreal. <sighs> Cunningham was then a civilian. He crewed the mission with Navy Captain Walter M. Shearer. Remember Wally? Mm-hmm. Wally Shearer. He used to do commercials for, because uh, he had a head cold when he was out <laughs> In one of the Apollo missions. Really? Hi, I'm Wally Shearer. <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> he had a head cold. Yeah. Uh. Also on that flight, Don Isley, an Air Force major. See, they always came, you know, it was just Gus Grissom, of course, was one of the yeah. original Mercury yeah. astronauts. Yeah. And you look at the 60s, and it was just a progression of their that crew just in testing on the ground Mm -hmm. their craft caught fire and killed all those crew members right and then you just kept going and and, you know it was just voila voila all of a sudden hey we're there look there's a dune buggy okay (laughs) we're playing golf it's just (laughs) cunningham was the lunar module pilot on the space flight that launched from cape kennedy air force station in florida october 11th it splashed down in the Atlantic Ocean south of Bermuda. NASA and Cunningham, Isley, and Shira flew a near-perfect mission. Their spacecraft uh, performed so well that the agency sent the next crew, number eight, to orbit the moon as a prelude to the 11th mission of Apollo, mm. which was the landing in July of 69. So they were just launching all kinds of Apollos. Bam, there goes, bam, there's, let's do it again, bam. That's why we were so obsessed with space flight yeah. back then. Got to beat the Russians. Yeah, well, yeah. But um, it was just, uh, the Apollo 7 astronauts won a special Emmy Award for their daily television reports from orbit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wally Shira. I have a head cold. <laughs> head cold. Uh, <clears throat> The, uh, so which which group made the uh, made Tang famous? Well, I see. I don't know. I maybe Tang was uh, aboard all these. Was it? I, yeah, I don't know. Matthew will do a Tang <laughs> research here. They uh, clowned around when they were up there in space. They held up humorous signs <laughs> and educated Earthlings about space flight. That was NASA's first crewed space mission since the deaths of the Apollo One astronauts. In the launch pad fire January 7, 67. So all this was going on. You're looking at the deaths in 67 to the lunar landing in 69. I mean, that's a short mm-hmm. period of time that all this uh, took place. Right. So. 
Tang okay, was used <laughs> by early NASA crewed space flights. <laughs> In 1962, when Mercury oh. or astronaut uh, John Glenn <laughs> conducted eating experiments in orbit, Tang was selected for the menu. It was also used during some Gemini flights and has also been carried aboard numerous space shuttle missions. Well, there you go. Did you have Tang as a kid? Love Tang. You do? No, really? I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I was Mom would never buy it. Really? And Carol had it. Mom would never buy it. <laughs> You know, it's like, hey, if the kid likes it, it's cheap. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why we never had it. It was just, now nah, I'm not buying. I, mean, I have no idea why mom never got Tang. I had Kool-Aid. I had Kool-Aid out the wazoo. Tang, no. I, I was never that impressed by it, but, you know, it was something. Yeah. Wet your whistle. Even today, <laughs> my main drink at home is... Is a is an off brand sugar free tang. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Love it. Do they still have tang? I don't know. I don't know. I've never really looked. This is called morning delight, something like that. Something stupid. Wang. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me some wang, would you? <laughs> wang orange drink. That's uh, anyway. I better watch where I'm going yeah. with that story. That's giving me the looks. <laughs> Don't want to go too far. It's uh, 631. When we come back, and it won't be too terribly long from now, we'll uh, talk about Americans' predictions for the U.S. this year. Okay. And they're not good. Oh, boy. It says. So we'll do that. And we've got uh, more tidbits. A look at weather is coming up as well. Let's check in with Karen. News for the Diamond Marketplace. Good morning. I'm Karen Stearns. Jonathan Nelms has announced his plans to seek a second term in one of the two at-large city council seats in the 2023 Logansport Municipal Election. His focus will be on continuing economic development projects, improving infrastructure, and support of the police and fire departments to ensure they have the tools they need to do their jobs safely and successfully. The parking lot of the Medical Office Building East will be temporarily closed on Thursday, January 5th and Friday, January 6th for the delivery of the cooling tower. As part of the chilled water project, the electric car charging stations will also be closed during that time. Spaces will be blocked off beginning today. 2009 Logansport High School graduate Tyler Pearson announced he will run for Logansport Clerk Treasurer. If elected, he will promote collaboration between the City of Logansport and Cass County, work with the Mayor's Office to better share meeting finances and other information, and cut red tape and streamline accounting between City Departments. Firewood cutting permit sales and cutting will be available beginning on January 17th through March 10th at the Tippecanoe State Park. Firewood cutting permits must be purchased for each pickup truck load for a cost of $10 each. Permits can be purchased Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. For questions, call the office at 574-946-3213. Logansport Community School Corporation students will head back to school tomorrow after their Christmas break. Watch for kids and buses stopping at bus stops and in school zones. That's news from Iron Horse Broadcasting. I'm Karen Stearns. We'll see clouds today. The temperature has been falling since uh, basically this morning. And we uh, will hover around. We've already seen the high for today, by the way. Um, so basically, they say falling to 39 by 5. Hmm. I hate to give, you know, because you know, it's already 42. Right. You know, so it probably will be there before 5 p.m. But I don't know. Sure. When it comes to the weather service, don't use, you know, time frames. You're not good at it. <laughs> we'll, uh, at 2.15. <laughs> yeah. 
Chance of sprinkles and flurries tonight. Low temperature of around 31. Then on Thursday, a slight chance of rain or snow showers. High then of 35. Thursday night, we'll see a chance of rain and snow. Low temperature of around 30. Friday, clouds and 36. The weekend, a chance of rain and snow. Freezing rain possible on Saturday. But partly sunny. <laughs> High of 38. <laughs> they give you the gloom. And do, but partly but. sunny. A chance of snow showers again Saturday night. Or uh, even freezing rain in there again. And all that good stuff. A mixed bag, as we call it in the business. <laughs> a mixed bag. A low of 29. Sunday, a slight chance of rain, snow, and freezing rain, and a high then of 40. Gee whiz, there's so much detail. Yes. Yesterday, we hit 61. 61. Was Was that a record? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. Didn't quite get there. 42 is the morning low and current temperature. All right. It is uh, around the Diamond Marketplace, 44 in Kokomo. Peru is 44, Rochester 43. Locally, we've got partly cloudy skies and 40 at the airport. Okay. See, it's already almost 39 there. Yeah. Well, this poll finds that Americans are largely pessimistic about the state of the U.S. in 2023. 80%. Okay. Now, does it take a rocket scientist to have these feelings? 80% (laughs) expect economic difficulty. What? Okay. What? No. (laughs) With tax increases and a growing federal deficit. 85% 85% expect international discord, and 90% expect internal political conflict. All these things are already going on. 72% said the crime rate would climb. 72% said China's power would increase. And 64% said the U.S. would decline as a global power. There was only one of 13 areas in which a majority of Americans expected a positive outcome. A decline in Russia's power. (laughs) 62% predicting that would occur this year. Okay. So basically all these folks involved in this poll are Nostradamus. Ah, Okay. Gotcha. I see Russia and their popularity. (laughs) Dwindling. What? No. What? No. Come on. That's not going to happen. More than half said unemployment would increase. 56% predicted Many strikes by labor unions. I know. How do you come up with that? Well, yeah, yeah, I think that'll happen. <laughs> or they goad me into it, like. So you think the uh, the economy is going to do worse, right? Is that is that where you're? <laughs> so you think it'll be? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> So the economy's been pretty bad, right? So do you think it's uh, going to stay that way, or do you think we'll make a sudden, sudden just turn and everything's going to get better? That'd yeah. be the way we'd conduct our poll. <laughs> just steer people in the direction. <laughs> this uh, uh, involving a couple of people, they were arrested after one of them made a 911 call to get help with moving their belongings from a Florida home they were burglarizing. <laughs> Do what Why do you now? call nine one one? So they're taking stuff from this house, and right. one of the idiots calls nine one one to get a help with moving. Wow! Hey man, <laughs> this is an emergency. We really need some help. This is the stuff super heavy. <laughs> is that what they're doing? 
Deputies responded to a home after that call was made, but nobody spoke at the home. The uh, deputies concluded that nobody lived there, but they found a male and his girlfriend inside the home after entering through an unlocked door. While talking to deputies, the female told them that she'd called 911 <laughs> to have cops help them move their belongings from the house. Wow. That they were burglarizing. They also needed a ride to the airport <laughs> so they could spend the weekend in New York. Well, yeah, you know, it's New Year's. Let's go. Let's go watch the ball drop. It'll be fun. She sounds like oh a dandy. Gosh. Deputies did help them with their belongings, and they, and they did give them a ride. <laughs> but it was to jail, it not was the to airport. Jail. <laughs> wow! You imagine the guy. Ah, oh, jeez, what am I with her for? <laughs> <laughs> what, what have I done? <laughs> Probably had no idea she'd even made a call. The male uh. was charged with burglary and theft related to the to the uh, burglar the. Uh, home it says related to a store so he must have been involved in something else and also the burglary of that residence the female just charged with ignorance i suppose <laughs> yeah should they have something like that for the 911 call <laughs> you know we got all these other <laughs> categories you know you're guilty of ignorance <laughs> charged with burglary of the residence so mm. she wasn't evidently involved in the store why do you on earth would you call 911 to get help? Moving's tough. I have no idea. <laughs> Why would that be? I'm with you, man. It just, uh, you can't make these things no, up. you can't. You can't. Here's a guy from South Florida. He's been sighted after his dog was dyed to look like Pikachu. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pomeranian. <laughs> it had already caught the attention of Miami-Dade County Animal Services during an inspection at the dog owner's puppy store last month. <laughs> Is there such a thing as a puppy store? All right. It's unlawful <laughs> for any person to possess, sell, or otherwise transfer within that county any dyed D-Y-E-D, something yes. dyed in color, or artificially colored rabbit or other animal. So it's against the law to have a... <laughs> they had to like write an ordinance for this, right? This happened in 1912. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's buying these rabbits, see? <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> Why would you have a law in the books pertaining to that? I don't know. A few days later, the dog's <laughs> owner was told animal services would be issuing a citation. We've got rabbits as blue as the sky. Come get them. He argued that the Pikachu is his dog and not for sale. <laughs> he said he bought a bottle of dye that... Is safer consumption. I was going to say, they do have fur dyes that oh, are yeah. safer animals and all that stuff. So, And he intends to appeal this citation, which is a fine of about $200. He also said he has no plans to remove the dye. <laughs> That's right. And the dog's cute. Very cute. Yeah. In that 
Do you remember <laughs> when nearly every mall in America had a pet store? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. About yeah. everyone. You, know, you could go in just about any mall. Go there, yeah. And that was one of the things when you went to the mall, you'd swing by and look at the uh, look at the puppies, yeah. look at the kittens, fish, fish, birds, the occasional reptile. Yeah, there's always a squawking cockatiel in there. Absolutely, no feathers. Yeah, pulled them all out. Got a bear, bald butt, <laughs> a bald butt parrot. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and. and you always, uh, always want that little pup. Mm-hmm. You, for the instance, you were over there in Rochester for a remote. You made friends with cats. I did. But, uh, yeah, that was always part of your visit. Yeah, always. Then you went to the, what was it, 32 flavors of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> the Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Here's a, um, a husband in Thailand accidentally abandoned his wife on the side of the road and carried on driving for 100 miles, believing she was asleep in the back seat of the Accident- car. Accidentally. <laughs> they decided to drive through the night to their hometown. He had to pull over to go to the bathroom in the night and stop the car at the side of the road. After he stepped out of the car, the wife decided she uh, probably should uh, take care of business, too, and ducked into a nearby woods <laughs> for a quick bathroom break mm. now again they're in thailand okay when she got back now you go out in the woods in thailand what's in there okay it's like <laughs> i don't want to go in those woods but if it's what you know it's no big deal i guess I mean, it's, it's you know come on <laughs> when she got back to the road the car was nowhere to be seen and she was stranded in the dark now now you're out in thailand yeah in the middle of nowhere yeah the wife had no money, no phone, no lights, no motor car, not a single luxury. <laughs> That's right. She decided to walk in hope of finding help. After she walked down the street for 13 miles. Gosh. 13 miles. Uh. She found a police station. They uh, tried to call the husband, but he never answered. Oh, it's the cops. They found her. By the time it says he realized what he did, he was 100 miles away, and he had to turn back around to get her. He thought she was sleeping in the back seat the entire time, but raced back to pick her up. Oh, no, they found her. How do you go 100 miles and not know your wife is not in the car with you? How, How does that happen? All right, let's say you are. Okay, you're driving, it's nighttime. Sure. You're concerned probably about yourself staying awake. Right. Because you're you know, you're in charge, you're right. driving. Yeah. How often are you gonna look in the back seat? You just assume that that's what's happening, right? I, do you have any reason to persistently look in the back seat? Yeah, it's just and especially if there's a blanket, it just looks like there's. You know. I don't know. I feel like you would know. Like I just, I feel like you would just know if someone. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. I feel like you would know. Well, before you get back in, aren't you gonna just kind of look back there? Oh, she's okay. I, I would think. <laughs> if, if you're a caring husband, right? A <laughs> hundred miles. You know, she walked thirteen miles. Yeah. 13 miles. What's 100 miles from here? 
Okay, let's uh, let's say India. Indy is how far? That's seventy something, isn't it? Yeah. So it'd be past Indy. So probably what? You walk that far? No, you. He oh, drove. Well, that he far. drove. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be like let's say. Basically, she's walking between here and Monticello. Yeah, he drove all the way to <laughs> probably Brown County. Yeah. Nashville. I did, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> There's... Doesn't Thailand have a bunch of creepy exotic animals? I think so. Don't they have like you know the vicious uh, dark black pumas? <laughs> okay, and things like that that probably know. live in the woods. I don't know. Huge snakes. <sighs> I just can't imagine going in the woods to relieve yourself. I just can't imagine this husband having to face his wife after he did this. I mean. Assuming it was an accident. Now, okay, it says they stopped. It's It says she went to the woods, and it says uh, the side of the road. So evidently they weren't anywhere. So he must have went into the woods himself. How do you not pass one another? Did you go on the opposite sides to the woods where there are pumas waiting? <laughs> you know, I just, I just, I just feel like Thailand's just full of stuff you don't want to deal with. I don't know. <laughs> don't they have elephants and stuff there? Do they? I, it's just... I just see gators and, uh, I don't know, crocs. And <laughs> Spiders and snakes and pumas. Snakes, yeah. So anyway, they how that ever happens is, I don't know. But So you're saying that if you and Lindsay went on a road trip, that you would constantly check to make sure she's still in the back seat? I feel like I would look back at her occasionally you know what i mean or would you be angry that you're awake driving and she's snoozing hey <laughs> answer me hey <laughs> yeah i don't know i think i just <sighs> stranger things have. i happened. don't know how this can happen i really don't but uh well they were reunited I mean, I did, did all of that. I guess maybe, okay, maybe if there was, if, if it was one of those giant, like, vans and she was way in the back and. <laughs> I think we're, you know, I'm envisioning a very small car. That's what I'm envisioning, we're in too, Thailand. Right? Well, that's all I've ever had is. <laughs> I just don't think they'll have a big old van. Right. A <laughs> big old, like, you know, RV cruising <laughs> land yacht thing. I don't think they have those. I don't know, but uh, anyway, at least they're both safe. Right. No puma attacks or anything in the process. Uh, by the way, going back to our colored animals. Okay. Someone text in. Remember how you could, at Easter, you can buy colored chicks? Yes. So that's the thing. But see, that, that that law pertains to exclusively probably that community in Florida. Right. That sometime on the book, somebody did something weird with a rabbit. Okay. <laughs> Because it, it, someone's out it, selling yeah, yeah. sky blue rabbits, <laughs> and somebody on the council didn't like it. Yeah. <clears throat> so maybe their kid bought one. <laughs> okay, it's just uh, so there you and go. Then it man. rained and all the stuff <laughs> ran off. You got your couch right. <laughs> Back in the day, though, you know this would have been uh, what do they call them? They weren't couches. You when they're a different name for your couch 
See, I've ran into this before thinking about stuff, and it's like... So like a... Your grandma used to call it something different. Davenport? Davenport. Your yeah. Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> Got your Davenport... Uh, wasn't that the brand name? Wasn't Davenport? I think that's why everybody called it. Yeah. It's like down south. Any any soft drink you have is Coke. It's Coke, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all Coke. I'll uh, see you tomorrow, Matthew. Are we done? Well, are we? Do you got more? Do you have anything else? More colored animal stories? No, I think we're good. <coughs> I'm running dry my throat. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we'll call it a day. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you, This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.